0: Ready?
1: Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, a video game music podcast, episode 20-10. And we are your hosts. My name is Rob Nichols.
2: And I'm Fried Cream Tomatoes. (laughs) Fried Cream Tomatoes. (laughs) How's everybody doing? Wait, you can't answer that because you're listening. But text us how you're doing. Let us know. It would be great to know. It, <laughs> text Purnell to 5543. One, two, one, two. Cast your votes
1: now. Oh, no. We are a video game music podcast. We listen to great video game music of all consoles and all generations. And
2: timelines. Timelines. Occasionally,
1: occasionally timelines.
2: Um, when the tech works.
1: <laughs> this is not one of those episodes. In fact, no. um, Purnell, I have a surprise for you.
2: Is it time travel? Did you? Did you actually fix? Think, the tech?
1: think back into your past, Pernell. Someone who meant a great, great deal to you. Santa Claus. All right. Now listen to this voice and see if it rings a bell. Hello,
2: Pernell. Say. It's been a long, long time. <laughs> Crap. No, no. I, I know. I know. This looks bad. Look, I, I know. I requested <laughs> that garbage pill kid. I know. I requested Messy Tessie. I know it was hard to get her, and I appreciate that. But give me, please, give me more time. I don't. I don't. I can't be reaped yet. I have things I need to do. Sounds like you need Satan be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and
1: gentlemen, it is Ed Wilson of the VG Embassy, the Prime VGM Minister, and um, Pernell's I don't know fourth grade geometry teacher.
2: Apparently, the Crossroads Demon. In the Crossroads <laughs> <I met>. Demon. <laughs> we'll <laughs> we'll get my garbage we'll
3: I don't have the accent to be a Crossroads Demon, but uh, oh. I'm honored to be here as always, guys. Thank you so much for having yeah, me. Yeah. Thank you. How are, how are you doing tonight? I am doing well. Um, <clears throat> we uh, we have a cool little show, the cool little theme that mm-hmm. I just kind of came up with. I think it was a shower thought one day. I was like, "Yeah, tell us more about this." Yeah. So, um, you know, we're doing SNK fighting games. No,
0: no, 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 no. You start over. You got to
1: tell us the brand of soap you use. Yeah, yeah. Go back into the shower. Start there, and then slowly oh, I mean, work would,
3: your way out. Would I use anything but Suave? Very Really? You. Now we're talking. <laughs> I mean, that stuff. You are what you wash yourself with, right? And so, how? And you are what you suave eat. That's why i have an
2: Irish spring,
3: <laughs> laddie, laddie. And I'm not fully clean unless I'm zestfully clean. So, <laughs> but anyways, so uh, yeah, I mean, I was uh, I was listening to some music and uh, randomly uh, a really good track came on, and it was from an SNK fighting game, and I was like, oh man, Rob loves fighters. And I like fighters, and Purnell likes music, so... <laughs> <laughs> Purnell will fight if needed. <laughs> Purnell will back me like, up in a fight. <laughs> let's get together and do an SNK fighting game episode. So I, I contacted you guys, and you were like, yeah, let's do it. So yeah, here we but, are. Like and I was like, I better month. get back in the gym
2: for this big upcoming fight or whatever. For like <laughs> like six months ago, and then it was like, oh, how about
1: this week now? How about next month? Uh, how about next month? I gotta tell you, man. Between the holidays and our, our anniversary episode, and our 200th episode, all the events that we've been doing, I have my scheduling is just way out of whack. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to things slowing down
3: a little bit. So, uh, yeah. You know. Well, as we get towards the holidays, I don't know if that's gonna happen, but we can we can always cross fingers. Mostly,
2: yeah. yeah. If anything, I don't think slowing down has, is going to happen for a long time. Uh, no, I guess <laughs> not.
1: I guess not.
2: The busy um, doing nothing.
1: Well, can you tell us a little bit about the VG Embassy and what's happening there? Like, what what are the latest um, ambassadors that that you've received?
3: Yeah, absolutely. The the uh, VG Embassy is going strong. We're in our second year now. Uh, episodes are crawling up into the forties and the fifties, so we are really cranking along. We've got let's see, who's been on lately? Uh, Gene from Pixelated Audio just came Ooh. on to do a second. Uh, volume of our metal gear solid series i gotta say i love gene
1: actually i love both the guys from pixelated audio they They are are awesome dudes excellent guys
3: and gene is a walking encyclopedia of all things metal gear solid so if you're a fan (laughs) of that series check those episodes out you'll learn more than you ever needed to know about metal gear solid um let's see i've had uh, dan lawton on he's been a big contributor to the vgm scene as of late uh we did a. He's really into challenging games and
2: speedrunning and beating really hard stuff, so he joined me for that. That episode was definitely up my alley. Gotta point that out. I was like, oh, right, it's like vinegar and water getting hacked together. I gotta hear this. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta say, Daniel's got a great podcast voice, too
3: yeah yeah no he was great and i can't wait to have him back on again so yeah no he's he's been a
1: good friend of this show um, recently Um, i agreed to help him with some game stuff and i'm doing
3: some music for a podcast he's doing with his wife i think so yes yes and i'm gonna be editing that for him so that's another kind of vgm uh collaboration going on there (laughs) i like how we find out
1: like you know kind of around the way (laughs) we're each helping somebody else
3: (laughs) i'm gonna listen to it
2: you'll be you'll be guessing.
4: I'm not, I don't even yelling. know what the
2: topic is yet Like, hey, this show is about, you know, foreign policy I think it's hard out knows tons about that Come I think, on, I think on. it's parenting
3: Yeah, it's gonna be about parenting Oh, that'll be holy Yeah, I'd be a great <laughs> guest
2: for that show <laughs> You know, when my kids are really acting up I figure just give them more candy Because eventually they're just gonna <laughs> get so sugar-rushed They're just gonna collapse And that's Perfect. a good night's sleep mm. They'll just
3: grow immune to it
2: <laughs> they become immune to sugar.
3: Um, but for our
1: listeners, go to the VGM Bassy, uh, VGEmbassy.com for more information about that. It's a great show. I really enjoy listening to it. You have a much longer format than uh, we do because like, you, you go like every two weeks. Right. Um, right. So you, you're able to really get deeper into
3: things and listen to a lot more music, which I think is really great. Yeah. And I do have something new that I'm working on that I'm going to tease at the end of the episode if that's cool with you guys. <sighs> is it Limoncello? It's uh, it's it might be a new podcast. So, uh, what? Is it about limoncello? Keep tuned in. It's not about limoncello even. Though ah, love geez. limoncello. Ed Ed
1: <laughs> will learn how to ferment podcasts if he could. <laughs> He's done everything some. else with the podcasts. Now all he my, has to do is turn it into alcohol.
3: <laughs> my wife actually made her own limoncello and, you know, mm. my son is named Logan, so we called it Well, I have two sons, Eddie and Logan, oh, so did we call it it crazy. We called it Crazy Eddie's Logan cello. Yes. <laughs> I like it.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so tomorrow, uh, we're recording this the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, um, tomorrow is the day that a lot of us like to eat until
2: we feel sick. Except for me. I'm eating like a mouse. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm not, but I'm going <laughs> he hasn't to eat done like a mouse. I got teased at the gym for it. It's like, come on, man, eat. I'm like, eh. Yeah, you need the calories. You're, you're crashing right now. Yeah, but that'll pay off later.
3: Mm. Just, um, you know, focus on the turkey and less on the stuffing. Get the protein and not the carbs. You should be good. I'm hoping for a fried catfish. Mmm. Sounds um, delicious. But anyway, the, the the
1: limoncello is because when I have in the past eaten too much, my aunt um, provides an aperitif. Is it aperitif? I don't know what that yeah. is, man. It's it's an after dinner shot of hard alcohol that helps to settle your
0: Oh, stomach. oh, I yeah. got it. An- booze. Exactly. Booze. Booze. <laughs> Uh, but
1: yeah, schmoozing and boozing. Uh, I don't usually uh, drink a lot, but um, mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving, I will have a couple and feel nice and toasty and warm because it's going to get a little cold. Like a
2: cinnamon bun. Like a cinnamon mm-hmm. bun. But I do have I don't to know why ask I, like <laughs> I got to ask since we're on the topic, even before we even get to the topic proper. So since mm-hmm. we're talking about Thanksgiving, what is your typically most anticipated table occupant? In the food variety of the food variety, wait a minute. So uh, a guest that we're gonna have? No food. Oh, food! unless we're going to talk to food. <laughs> I'm fine with. It. I'm fine with that. Um. Oh. Uh,
1: sweet potatoes
3: for me, for sure. Okay. I love okay. sweet potatoes. Uh, for me, it's always the stuffing. All right. Stuffing with gravy on it. It's the
2: best. Can't get enough. Oh, you probably you probably like a gobbler then for sure then. If if you've never had one, you have to find one, a place up there that sells them. Did you just say that you look like a gobbler? No, you probably like the gobbler. Oh, like the gobbler. Because it looks so much like him. No. (laughs) No. No. I think it's a sub. It's a sandwich, yeah. Is it regional? Is is it a Catholic? It's regional, but it's gotten around. It probably goes by other names in other places now. Because here it's called the Bobby. Yeah, it started as the Bobby. Wawa refers to it as the gobbler. But it's generally the same premise, Oh, Wawa's like, got
1: their own thing.
2: Yeah, it's all pretty much the same thing. It's, it's basically it's like... It's their Bobos tur- of Bobby. Yes. <laughs> and still like, what? Bobby Bobo. So, it's turkey, stuffing, gravy. I want to say mashed potatoes. Wawa will throw sweet potatoes in theirs, too. Mm, okay. Cranberry sauce... Okay. On a roll,
3: basically that's a sandwich. Yeah. They think of yeah. like all of your Thanksgiving leftovers into a giant sandwich. Right. Around here it's just called a Thanksgiving sandwich. Even uh-huh. if it's like the middle of July and you're getting one, they still call it a Thanksgiving sandwich. So no. I guess the, the, uh-huh. the gobbler hasn't made its way up here yet. Yeah. It,
1: around the Philly area we have to have like cool names for everything. Like <laughs> this is the Jimmy. What is it? It's pickles and fried catfish. I would eat both of those yeah. things. I'm
2: fine with that. So name. do you like both together? Yes. You would eat a Jimmy Gobbler, a Jimmy Gobbler? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I would definitely. I don't know what that is, but yes, I'd eat it as long as it had catfish in
1: it. (laughs) Oh my gosh, what's the show about again? Boom! Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's about starting at dinner time. Um, All right, so our episode today is all about the music of SNK fighters. So not just not just the music from fighting games on the Neo Geo, but SNK developed fighting games on the mainly the Neo Geo. If we're Correct. lucky, and I think we've all picked music from across the the, the ages of of the system, because the, the the Neo Geo system was around for a very long time, oh, yeah. during like, when everyone was doing three D games. Neo Geo was doing like huge beautiful sprites when people were doing like VR games and people were doing like all sorts of like ray tracing
2: Neo Geo was doing huge beautiful sprites you know <laughs> and I still get my love of the system too literally every year once or twice a year I end up going to a Neo Geo celebration event and just play Neo Geo that's games right. all night. And honestly. I know,
1: like, you started doing this, and like, you were like, oh, I got, I got to go out tonight. I'm gonna be out all night long. I'm like, oh, that's right. You have like you and a bunch of like Neo Geo enthusiasts. For, like, for it's for, like for hours and yeah. hours all night long, just
2: play Neo Geo games. Yeah. Last time I went, I got home at like 5:30 in the morning. I was like, well, time for bed. I still got it, except <laughs> I totally backed into like a mud mound and like packed my exhaust. With mud, yeah. So that was fun. Got a little stuck. <laughs> I was in the middle of the highway at like 20 degrees with a like a freaking screwdriver digging mud out of my exhaust pipe. Oof! <laughs> it was um, great. Oh uh, man, I, that was. I, I felt really bad for you because how late and cold that night was. Oh yeah. But now it's a story. That's the beautiful thing. When right, not crappy right? things happen, yeah. it sucks the time. But once you're through it all, and you're not concerned about lasting damages to your vehicle. It's a cool story. (laughs) The grandkids are going to love this one. (laughs) There was that one time my car exploded on the highway, and oh my God. Oh, there was one time (laughs) I forgot to get
1: an ice scraper, and I was like 19, and so uh, my car got covered in ice and sleet, and I had to get a credit card and like scrape off the ice with a credit card. Mm. You Uh, made it. That was great. That was a good night, everybody. <laughs> That's what you do when you're a dumb teenager. All right, you so learn see, one last thing, the hard way.
2: You think about it. I think it'll be funny for this. <laughs> and it, it ties into Dan Loughton's show, even, if he wants to just randomly use this story. So when I was a child, I was a dorky kid who thought he was smart. I was smartish, And uh, yeah, on smart one guy. winter day, it got rather icy outside, and I thought I'd be a nice son and clear all the ice off of my father's Oldsmobile. mm <laughs> I cleared all the ice off of his car with a shovel oh, made no. of metal. <laughs> oh, no. Dad comes home from work, and I'm like, Dad, I cleaned your car for you. And he goes to the car, and as the, now that all the snow had been, like, been melting a bit better, mm-hmm. so you could see the actual surface of the car, there was just, like, these slashes. Uh-huh. I, I destroyed his car with that shovel. Oh, my God. And... I am amazed that I am alive right now because he didn't. <laughs> he actually didn't get mad. He somehow held it back. Oh, he was so proud that like you were gonna, you were just trying to be helpful. I was like, "Do you like I it?" And he's it. like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> "It was so bad."
2: Because <laughs> looking back on it, I can. I, remember, I know he was really upset, but he was like, Good, "Thank you, son. I appreciate yeah. it." Uh, he ended up having like to replace replacing the car within like a year or two. Like it was really bad.
1: <laughs> I like that story, and it makes me. Makes me think about moving to the West Coast. (laughs) 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 All right, so let's get started with some music and we'll we'll tell some more stories. Um, So as is our tradition, we like to start with Ed. Ed, will you lead us in prayer, say what you're thankful for, and play some SNK music? Absolutely.
3: (laughs) I am thankful for Terry Bogard and (laughs) all of his amazing Fatal Fury games. And so we're going to start off with a track called Sunrise on the Train from Garo, Mark of the Wolves on the Neo Geo. And uh, this one is composed by Masato Horiyuchi, Yasuhiro Naka, Akihiro Uchida, Okan, and Kyujiro. Hi.
0: Said I'd go to another store, but then I realized that my wallet was home and I had no money to get more. What I don't know. <laughs> Guitar. <laughs> what I'm gonna do now?
2: Wow, that saxophone. Hey, this is really, really good.
1: Sunrise on the train from Garu, Mark of the Wolves. <laughs> Is
2: that how it's pronounced?
1: Garu. <laughs> Look, don't question my pronunciation. Garu. I am on point. <laughs> it's Garu,
3: Mark of the Wolves. And who was I composed by again? Uh, oh, it's composed uh, by, by Masato horiuchi Yasuhiro Naka, Akihiro Uchida, Okan, and Kujiro, the yes. famous Kujiro. QG um, bro, yeah, this
1: is this is like I mean, Prinelle immediately started singing because this is straight up classic rock. It really but like, is, like late '80s, early '90s rock
3: era where there's a lot of saxophone. Yes. Yeah, it really reminded me of like Blues Brothers. You can yeah, definitely see yeah. them
2: rocking out to something like this. Like whoever out whoever out there does set up, typically sets up like VGM karaoke events. Take this track. And save it right the heck now, because <laughs> oh my god, this thing is begging for something. <laughs> oh my gosh, the, 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 the
1: saxophone is so synthetic that it's impressive. You know, like they're they're
3: pitch bending and they're stretching and. Um, but yeah, but the the guitar samples are really good, so really. you get this kind of like weird combination of really authentic sounding guitars and really fake sounding <laughs> saxophones. <laughs> like I wish that like SNK would have just like emailed these guitar samples to Capcom when they made Mega Man X and been like, here, get rid of your <laughs>
2: guitar samples
3: and put these well, in instead.
2: Well, I g- gotta admit, the Mega Man X, for what it was, it's still pretty iconic. Bow guitar sound, <laughs> uh, I guess. faux
3: guitar. Not exactly my cup of tea. But.
2: So we
1: should talk a little bit about the um, Neo Geo Fighters. So the Neo Geo system is a four-button system. So in the wake of Street Fighter 2's immense popularity, lots of people, lots of companies were out there trying to also make their mark and be like, hey, we can do fighting games. We can capitalize on this craze that's happening right now in the arcades. But instead of six buttons on all their machines, all the machines only had four buttons. So that is a big, big um, a mainstay of SNK fighters.
2: Wait, so SNK the arcade units were already out before Street Fighter 2 came out. It's just they didn't have fighters at the time. I think so.
1: Yeah. 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 So, so, and then, and then, as they kept making the games, they only had four buttons. Like they never expanded the buttons on on the cabs. Um, think- a, another big draw of these games are the sprites are always almost always very large. Mm-hmm. Very. They have, the art style is very specific. Um, if I knew more about this or cared to do research, hi-yo. Hi-yo, um, I would probably know <laughs> the artists' names. But they were, it's very specific. And um, a lot of the games, specifically with Samurai Showdown, uh, the camera would zoom in and zoom out at specific pivotal moments and to also enlarge the, the play field. And, um, so that's that's what you get a lot with SNK Fighters. And, and also for people who play a lot of fighting games, a lot of these games are built on um, what we call rushdown gameplay. It was all about getting in really, really fast and getting that first hit in and then comboing from there. It's not about playing defensively and parrying and waiting for your moment. It's all about just jumping in and being really fast about it. And it's funny, too. And I love that. I'm, I love I'm, that.
2: Like, I'm not good at fighters. <laughs> except for, like, very few, like, rival schools I was always a beast at. But for the most part, I'm not good at fighters. So whenever I end up playing with these guys and do their all their SNK fighters... They all just kind of bleed together for me. <laughs> like I'll just choose a character who seems weird or fast, mm. and just like you said, just rush them. Speeds like sprint, jump, come in with a low oh, rushing yeah. punch, and yeah. just start kind of over whatever buttons makes sense. Like that's, but- what, that's what I love about
1: like these SNK games. So like you, you can hit forward twice, on a lot of them it's just like a short hop or a dash.
3: It's like a
1: run, like yeah, a you're straight going up like forward. A
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, well, from a technical standpoint, like all the Neo Geo games are basically arcade boards like housed in plastic. Yes. And the the awesome thing about the system is that most other systems, they had to compress all of their files and then uncompress them on the fly while they're while you're playing the game. With Neo Geo, everything was uncompressed. So there's no like decompression that. So that's why everything is just so fast and why the system lasted for so long because they found ways to just fill the system's memory with like tons and tons of sprites that can move really, really fast. Mm. And that's what made it so good for fighters, is that you didn't have to worry about extra, you know, computational cycles in the background while your characters were running around and doing moves on each other, and why all these backgrounds, like... I know on the Rhythm and Pixels livestream, you guys have some backgrounds from Garou that are, like, animated. And so you'd have these really cool animated backgrounds that, like, were far surpassed anything you'd see on, like, Street Fighter 2 or Mortal Kombat. And then these really nicely well-animated characters running around in front of it. So the whole game just looks like a work of art. Of course. And that's like a trademark for all the later Neo Geo stuff. Of course,
2: that work of art came at a cost because woof. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, those things were expensive. (laughs)
1: Although I I did play, I mainly played Garou um, on the Dreamcast when that came out on that system. Mm -hmm. And I sold that for a pretty penny, let me tell
2: you. (laughs) So for all of our younger listeners who know of the Neo Geo but probably aren't familiar with just what we're talking about when we say woof, we're not talking about the Mark of the Wolf, though we could be, ooh, depending on the, <laughs> oh, what you're looking to buy. Right. But if I remember correctly, you guys can correct me if I'm off on this. I want to say the console was $600, and each game ran two to 300 That sounds right to me. Because I remember like that thing where it was like one, a whopping one kid in another neighborhood, because sure as heck wasn't mine, who actually owned a Neo Geo, and he had like two games for it, and he still was treated like royalty. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and those are the kids
3: whose parents handed out full candy bars on Halloween. Exactly. Full
2: bars. <laughs> Every fifth bar was wrapped in a $5 bill that would
1: make you sick because you <laughs> almost eat it. Well, I remember when Garro came out, and I was, I was surprised that it was still on the Neo Geo like I was amazed because this was at a time when I was playing Third Strike and I was playing um, yeah, like uh, Tekken and all these other games so um, but it's a, Garou's amazing Terry Bogard is older in this, in
3: this version and he looks really cool actually yeah so at the beginning of the game he kills Geese Howard who's like the big bad from the whole Fatal Fury mm-hmm. series and uh, there's like a little cinematic at the beginning of the game and he like so he drops Geese Howard off this cliff and then he looks over and there's this little kid who ends up being Geese's son Rock Howard. Oh yeah, yeah. And so he he basically trains him. Like there's this like training montage as the intro to the game of Terry training Rock Howard how to fight. And so the game starts when Rock Howard is like old enough to enter fighting tournaments himself. So he's kinda like the son of Geese Howard is the main
2: protagonist in the game. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Now, one thing worth looking into, and we can always come across later in the episode, is when exactly have they stopped developing games for Neo Geo? Because I feel like I keep coming across games like like Poochie and Meow. Like, that's a game I play. I always play when I go up to that thing. I had never heard of it until that event. And I think that may have been one of, if not the last produced Neo Geo game. But I'm almost positive it came out in the 2000s, which blows my mind. So yep, so I'm yep. genuinely curious of like when they, stopped, when they finally stopped releasing Neo Geo games. Because that system was powerful enough to run over multiple generations oh yeah yeah and I think
1: um, I think the, the developers played to its strengths too again with the, uh, the the uncompressed memory but I think that they like they just knew the hardware the developers they developed a lot of puzzle games um, a lot of fighting games a lot of beat' ups oh yeah so like maybe they just knew the market and it was also like they the the, the operators they could buy those CBS um, CBS CSV CB, CBS a I'm pretty sure it's not this I'll remember it later. I forget, but there's, there's, the, the cabinets essentially had just a Neo Geo system inside of it, so either it was a CD system or it was... Oh, the MVS. The MVS, thank you. Yeah. MVS. CVS is where I would go by um, uh, Band-Aids.
2: Yeah, I, I got <laughs> locked onto that acronym and never walked uh, away. I know, me too. <laughs> um,
1: but you could put the cartridges in the system, so, it was, so for as an arcade operator, it was relatively inexpensive, um, yep. so they would end up charging a lot less for them. Um, all right, so I'm going to start with my first track. Um, I'm actually going to go away from the Neo Geo system and go to the Neo Geo Pocket Color. Yeah, buddy! Yeah, this is from the King of Fighters R1. This is Cool Jam, which I think is the theme of Yori Yagami um, for the Neo Geo Pocket Color by the SNK sound team, which is Haya, Takushi Hiyamuta, uh, Usako, Marimio, and Ashi, who is Hideyuki Ashiza- Ashizawa. And needs lotion. And needs lotion. <laughs> <laughs> BEEP <laughs> Jam from the game King of Fighters R1 for the Neo Geo Pocket Color, composed by the SNK sound team, Takushi Hiamuta, Yone, Yusako, Marimo, and Hideyuki Ashizawa, known as Ashi. (laughs) So um, I think it has to do with a lot of these different composers probably originally composed uh, the tracks for some of these characters from the original titles. Um, now, the arrangers could have been one, the original composer, or another composer, but it's kind of hard to tell because they weren't always credited on the soundtracks that were released. Um, a lot of the times all you see is credited is the Shinsakai Gakioku Zatsukiden, which is the SNK sound team, or the New World Music Performance Group, the Neo Geo Music Performance Group. So, a lot like um, Falcom sound team, a lot like Zuntada for Taito. Hmm. You'll, just, you'll just have to guess who did what. But th- I love this because I love funky chiptune. This is absolutely. Absolutely sounds a good like, groove. Yeah. It
2: sounds like it would have been like, appropriate for like, an ice date, so I like the fact that it's called Cool yeah, Jail. absolutely.
3: Yeah, it is kind of cool, like an icy track. Icy. Well, t- Takushi Hayamuda is the guy that did, um, uh, what was it? Like uh, Neo Turf Masters, and Metal Slug... And undercover cops, so a lot of that really funky chip tune stuff. So he might be the composer that originally wrote this tune, because it really sounds like his kind of stuff. Is it Hayamura? Hi- you said. Yeah, Takushi Hayamuda. Okay, cool. I mean, he was first on the credits as Haya! <laughs> yep,
1: that's
3: his name. He did a Super Art Type on the SNES, okay. too.
1: Really, I, l- really I love Neo Turf Masters. I-,
2: I never played that. You've, you've played that? I play it all the time. I see that, again, that, that thing I was at. Of course, we had to have a tournament in it. And of course, I had to be Young Hero because by far the dumbest name that you could <laughs> yeah. ever give a golf character. Young what Hero. What do I do? His name is Young Hero. Like, everyone else has, like, some, like, pseudo names or whatever. But. He is literally a young hero, and it, I, I, I can't even get, wrap my head around that. It. it makes you want to write an entire story for Neo Turf Masters. Like, maybe he is the hero. Maybe this golf course is under siege. You have to take out the tech, <laughs> and all those names, it's not their actual, like, play styles. It's actually their code name for the secret organization, or the technician. Maybe the his parents revolution. had
3: expectations for him to be this big hero, and he was like, "No, I want to play golf." <laughs> and his parents were like, "But that doesn't—that's not what your name is. Your like,
2: name is Young Hero Turtledove. What are we going to do?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love that. He's like, yeah, "No, you're you're supposed to join the military and then become like an elite member of like this secret government organization, but then like go off and like do your own thing and then like take missions for." Like a UN, I don't know. I'm trying to come up with a story, but I'm really bad at improvising. He's like, no,
3: I just
2: want to wear plaid pants and a little fuzzy beanie on the top of my head. (laughs) But that's the thing, though. This turned out out to be the best of both worlds Mm -hmm. because he's actually on a secret mission. He just didn't realize it when he got to the course. He was there to play a game, and it turned Mm -hmm. out that there was dangerous, devious stuff going down. And they brought him on board immediately. Wait a minute, is that young hero? Perfect timing. You're on the (laughs) mission. You're you're being drafted now. Uh, Neo Turf Masters is, is a is a fast-paced golf game. Is that right? Not really. I, if anything, it's it plays like any typical arcade golf game or like a Mario Golf type game. The only difference is. I think the music that we're typically used to hearing in the game mm-hmm. gives the impression of it being pretty fast, okay. because it's it's got energy behind it, you know. It, being, yeah. it always reminded me of like Hot Shots Golf, but in sprite form. Yeah, that's okay. exactly it. Like those style of games, all those arcadey arcade all those arcadey golf games. That's the thing that ended up sticking around, so everyone tries to mimic that style. It's very very rare that we'll come across like the semi style ones now, like um, like Tiger Woods. In fact, I want to say Tiger Woods is like the only game in town for Sim Golf. Oh, wow. everything else is arcade. Oh, Simmy
1: ones, yeah, absolutely. I used to play like PGA Tour and stuff like on my old like 386, where like you would have to draw the screen really slowly, and yeah. you'd hit the ball, and then it would just disappear, and then it would just be green, and then it would draw a
3: tree, and draw a tree. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it would draw like a. And you'd want to move three degrees to the left. And it would have to draw the tree, yeah. draw the tree, and draw the tree. <laughs> yeah, we're, um,
1: we're very uh, spoiled now with a 3D technology that we have built into our uh, systems. But man, oh, yeah.
2: and Motori Sakuraba hitting those golf course link tunes. Mm-hmm. Like, play speed golf and Mario golf with him pushing you down the course. Oh, you're going to motor. It's- Absolutely. I love him. All
1: right, so, Pernell, what is your first SNK fighting game track?
2: Well, I think I'm going to go with this one because given that you picked track you did, I think it's a perfect companion to that. Hmm. And I'll talk about why in a few minutes. Um, that track in question happens to be from the game Neo Geo Battle Coliseum. It is the theme to the antenna stage composed by the SNK sound team and to where I, where I could gather I came across info saying Yasumasa Yamada was the head composer for this project. So I just went... I, I like it. I like it. I like, I like a man who takes charge for now. Well, then, <laughs> let me tell you about the way that I go about spackling my kitchen. All right. Well,
1: <laughs> well, we'll talk about that, and we'll come right back. <laughs>
2: The most important thing about all of this was the fact that throughout the entire process, I had to keep telling myself, you can do this, man. You can do this because I was just consistently having issues with grout and issues with Datsy just trying to keep this entire process underway. I wasn't getting it evened out at all. It was just a, it was a very annoying ordeal. But, you know, in the end, what was important is that I accomplished my goal. I was out of money, and I told people who told me I couldn't do it to suck an egg. And it was fantastic. I think the important thing is that you showed everybody. That's right. You showed everybody who
1: didn't believe in you that you can remodel your kitchen. That's right, baby. Uh, Are
3: we still still talking about kitchens? Yes. Uh, What is going
2: on? The SNK Battle Coliseum kitchen, that is. (laughs) (laughs) This track is from the antenna stage from SNK Neo Geo Battle Coliseum composed by the SNK sound team. And with Yasumata, Yasumasa Yamada as the head composer, so why did I pick this track? Not just for the show, but also right now. Well, two things. One, the track is a freaking banger. I mean, That's anybody disagrees with that is just wrong, and mm-hmm. I'll tell them to their face. Uh, I, I love this track to death. And as you guys refer to it as the B section, that is the section du jour yes. for me.
1: That lead guitar comes in, and it. Oh man, my, yeah, my my uh, the back of my neck. Goosebumps for now.
3: There oh, are yes. some squeedleys and meadleys in that one for sure.
2: <laughs> Untitled Goosebumps. <laughs> super good. That was super, super good. And you, the second wreath. Oh.
3: there's a second
1: wreath.
2: So. You were fixing your kitchen at the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. You see, it reminded me of that time. No, like, so, I, even though I don't play a ton of fighters and I'm not really good at a bunch of them, that doesn't mean I don't play them at all. And it doesn't mean I don't have favorite characters. And this track was chosen because one of my favorite SNK characters is in this game. Oh. This is where I learned of her existence. Maybe the only game she's in now that I think about it. Her name is AI. Maybe pronounce I? I have no clue. Oh. Wait, hold on. I'll look her up. You keep talking. I, so I think
1: I know who you're talking about. She
2: is a cool character because she is one of those things I like to make fun of where she's like a sixteen-year-old like government agent or something. Oh, that's Crap. not who I was thinking <laughs> of. This is she I think a, she was
1: only in this game.
2: Yeah, she has a backwards cap. Cool clothes, and she fights with a Neo Geo pocket color. That's her weapon. <laughs> that's it is awesome. amazing. She summons Tetrabinos oh, and adorable. weird like video game characters to fight with her on the screen. Okay, it's amazing. Well, how, would you like to learn more about AI? Yes. Okay. Because I know little.
1: She is seventeen years old. Okay, I was off by one year. She <laughs> was born in Neo Geo World. <laughs> of course, in of course. New Japan. Um, she is an agent of Federative. Government of New Japan, <laughs> whatever that means. Okay, okay. She, now the important things are her likes and dislikes, so okay. that when you go on a date with her, you, you know like, she where better it's like, like there, Neo Geo talk. Pocket okay. Color. So she likes homemade games, gaming centers, and rare ROMs. Okay, okay. She Probably doesn't like, like she doesn't like citations and losing to a perfect victory. Okay. So you have a lot in common there.
2: Yeah, and mm. for those that are listening, she was seventeen when this game came out, which means now she's like in her like late twenties, early thirties. Mm. So Okay. There we go.
1: Oh, when you think about a restaurant, she her favorite food is a fatty salmon. I would eat that. Her best sport is bowling. Okay, I'm terrible at bowling. And her fighting style is New Japan Martial Arts with her customized Neo Geo Pocket. That's
2: awesome. I'm sure I she's the this. only practitioner of that martial arts style.
3: <laughs> that is
1: insane. So
3: this is like this is an official like profile put out by SNK
2: for the character?
1: Um, uh, probably I'm looking at the SNK wiki which okay. to me I mean, is the Bible.
2: Yeah, they probably... I mean, not that they probably got off... But, you know, these have those splash screens on arcade games yeah, where yeah. we just saw the character's picture and a bunch of text on the right. So it might she, have come from that. So she was
1: only in Battle Coliseum. She had a couple appearances on mobile games, a couple mobile games,
3: and she had a cameo in Maximum Impact 2. Uh-huh.
2: uh Right. Yeah, but this is, character- this is
3: the only time that I've ever seen a video game company acknowledge the existence of ROMs, yes. which is really neat and weird. He's legit, man. Dude,
2: it's Neo, so.
1: it's Neo Geo World. New Japan. They are just weird by definition, right?
2: Yeah, but just <laughs> imagine the game where you're fighting, like a typical fighter, like think like King of Fighters, basically. But as you're fighting this character, she's like pushing buttons on this thing. And all of a sudden, a freaking L-block just appears above your head and drops <laughs> down. You're like, that. what the heck is that? <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's I when The first time I saw that character, was, my friends were like, you want to play Fighters? You want to play a fighter? I'm like, I don't want to play a fighter. But then I saw her, I was like, I'll use that character. Indefinitely. That's the only character I played with in that entire game, and I had fun with it. I made it work. All right,
1: Pernell. Thank you for this track. Thank you for uh, introducing I to us.
2: You're welcome. Before uh, E, <laughs> except, except after, after
1: C. C. I was before <laughs> E. The Ed Ed. So we're on to your. Uh, unless it. was <laughs> I mean, awesome. before, I before E. Way,
2: except after C. <laughs> unless it. Unless it goes nay, like a neighbor or way. Oh, I didn't know that one. Oh, I, I learned it from too. Disney's Tailspin, which <laughs> is probably on Disney Plus right now. <laughs> oh, man, i want to watch that tonight.
1: Oh, I saw Darkwing Duck on there. I, I got to start mainlining Darkwing Duck.
2: I am the spoon
1: that has been sneezed on for your soup. Okay, I'm going to say something that is like the most, you know, old guy with no kids thing I've ever said, that I saw Frozen for the first time like a week ago. <laughs> Wow, That's understandable. I, I still I haven't,
0: haven't seen,
3: seen it. Hi-oh! Okay. Uh, go. go team
0: Ed. Burno, I have seen it.
3: <laughs> it was all right. It was a lot of singing. I don't have any plans to either. <laughs> it was a lot of
1: singing. So and a living snowman for some reason. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have something like that. Anyway, um, Ed, your first pick, if you please. You mean my second pick? Your second,
3: your second pick of, of
1: second
3: from pick. the game Frozen Coliseum. Yeah, frozen oh God. Elsa's theme. <laughs> <laughs> This is Let It Go in SNES format. No, um... (laughs) Super Ice Combo finish! (laughs) Um, Actually, we're going to go brand new uh, with my second pick. So this is Finn of Invincibility, which is Halford's theme. This is from uh, Samurai Showdown 2019, which is so new that it's on the uh, PS4 and Xbox One and hasn't even been released for the Switch yet, but it's coming soon. Uh, Lots of credits for this one. Sound producer was credited as Masato Horiyuchi- and then the composers, Hideaki Asanaka, Mayuko Hino, Naoki Kita, and Minori Sasaki. And then Akihiro Nakazawa and Daisuke Mori from North Sound. And Kensuke Inage and Jun Hoshina, credited as samurai musicians. <laughs> as opposed to pieces. <laughs> so,
2: uh,
1: like a
3: whole football team worth of composers.
1: There. I love that. They're the samurai musicians.
2: Samurai musicians, <laughs> Do, do, do. I would
1: have loved to have been there for that recording day, you know.
2: I'm gonna compose music and save the day.
3: Whoa.
1: <laughs> this was Finn of Invincibility" Halford's theme from Samurai Showdown uh,
3: 2019. Compos- I guess that's what people are calling it. I guess that's what the kids are calling it.
1: Yeah, by a slew of composers. We'll we'll just start with Masato Horiyuchi, and then we'll we'll we we'll list we'll just you can, re- you can refer to the liner notes of the podcast uh, later on. But wow, you and Purnell are like just destroying the show with excellent music. That's
3: right, and just <laughs> dropping bombs love it. it's a it's a rocking show too. We've got lots of hard rock going on. This one I picked because we got geodes. <laughs> ever since uh, ever since the uh, Bushido Blade Two soundtrack, Quartz. I've been a really big fan of like hard rock mixed with traditional Japanese instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, this one just connects on that level and sounds so so good. Well, it opens there's so many different yeah. parts. It's crazy.
1: It opens with um, like you can really hear the uh, that, that kodo, the, that, that that Japanese like string like traditional instrument. Mm-hmm. I think it's a kodo, and it's a like going, 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 and everything's mixed. So that's just as loud as the guitar. But that second again, the B section. With that that lead guitar and the, and the and the melody and then that harmony, it's incredible.
2: And honestly, oh. I feel like between this and the visuals, they came back with Samurai Showdown in a huge way. Like, have you yeah. have you both seen it in motion? Like, I'm I mean, a wager you did it because you described that one character. But have you seen it in motion, Rob? Of uh, the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Such it looks a beautiful. Game It is
1: gorgeous. Like, I mean, Samurai Showdown like has always been um, looks always looked amazing. When I was um, a lot younger. Uh, I would only ever see Samurai Showdown at, at the beach, like oh. the beach arcades.
2: Yeah. And um,
1: sorry, the microphone keeps like drooping. <laughs> I gotta tighten it.
2: <laughs> well, needs an ibuprofen. His back's giving him. Yeah, it's like ah. Uh, I think, yeah, maybe it's, it's time to thinking about Thanksgiving dinner. Maybe it's time to retire the uh, <laughs> fried catfish microphone. It's
1: Time to retire the <laughs> mic boom. Um, but no, no, I remember seeing it when I was a kid at the beach, and every time I was like, oh, I, was, I, I love Street Fighter, but this is a game where you actually fight with weapons. And it always like blew my mind, like how quick the matches were, mm-hmm. um, and and how like you had to really think about like when you were gonna attack, when you were gonna run away.
2: Your statement uh, just made me think of two things. One, I always, as much as I love playing them, I always kind of lacked the idea of like weapons-based fighters, primarily because oh, right, of the of fact that. <laughs> Yeah, these guys with like Blaze doing like five hit combos, and the girls like just gets like, oh, that was nothing. (laughs) Dude, you just got freaking murdered multiple times in one
1: fell move. The the more and more they make they make the Mortal Kombat series like realistic with like realistic models and stuff, the more I'm like, no. No, no, no. You just can't rip the guy's heart out and be like, no, he's fine.
2: You don't even wait for that. You're yeah. be <laughs> like, don't, back punch, next match. don't punch the guy in the face, have that close-up with his skull cracking, but it's not a finishing move, so he's like getting right back up. Yeah, like, yeah. he has no <laughs> skull. His, his head should be just caving in on itself.
1: I, I think eventually, like later on, when I, uh, I first played uh, Bushido Blade on the PlayStation was when I started mm-hmm. to really appreciate, like, the idea of really quick, um... Fast
2: gameplay, like fast meaning like games could end very quickly. And I'm glad you yeah. said that because that was the second thing I was going to bring up was it makes me think about and want a return of Bushido Blade because yes. it didn't get a lot of love back amazing. in the day. Oh, man, I because, love that. Because they didn't. people didn't like it for the exact reason you just said that you did like it. And I also like that reason where it's like you get these characters who are like unique, they have their own weapons and such, but in the end, one strike does it. I'm like, well, that's kind of how it should be, really. I mean, if you get a pretty gruesome strike in there, they're not getting up. Exactly, yeah. You could take out limbs so they can't
3: like walk or they can't use their arm. Um, Ed, have you ever played a game called Dive Kick? Yes. Yes. Love that game. I've I've never been able to play it with somebody else. It's always been one player, but um, I've seen matches at um, like tournaments, and that game is intense. Yes,
1: so that is the that is the ultimate like one hit kill. You mm-hmm. play best of like seven or ten, and it's just mind games. Like I, I can't.
3: Because every
2: character the that. same
3: essentially, right?
2: It just uh, they look different. Some people they have a
3: dive button and a kick button. So yeah, you jump and you attack, and it's all you can so do. So it's either there's like no directional I'm
1: coming at you or whatever. Like there's no blocking, so it's like if you just land on somebody, you, you hit them. But
2: uh, some characters, they 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 uh, their angles are a little different. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I um, do remember dabbling with it I ended up buying it because of the idea of, like, this is like a fighting game anyone can play because, all like you said, it's about mind games, not that, about button inputs. That's got to be the next stream, then. I'll, I'll get it on Steam, and we'll, we'll play it here. <laughs> oh, mercy. That's, that, I think that it's number of breakouts would be a little, more, a little closer together. <laughs> oh, my God. Or to be more specific, I think it might actually spread a little bit further because Robin's be like, "Look at this! What do you know? My shoes are all dirty with your blood from all the <laughs> kicking I've been doing to your face. What is this?" That sounds
1: like the—that's uh, like my uh, uh, my end my, my my winning quote after <laughs> I defeated my opponent. Look at my shoes they are all dirty from the blood of your face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got any, got any spray here? You got me spray. You got any cleaner. You owe me new kicks. <laughs> <laughs> my Sour Patch Kid sneakers are ruined. <laughs>
1: That's pretty awesome, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody
2: got Dr. Shoals! Yeah. Dr. Shoals.
1: Schull, Dr. Shoals dive kicks. Dr. Shoals <laughs> dive kicks. I'd rock them. I'd rock them too, man. Nine out of ten doctors approve. All of them are named Dr. Shoals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my next uh, 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 track pick selection is from a game called Breakers, which I've actually never seen or played by. It's one of the earlier Neo Geo
2: fighting game titles. Have you played Breakers? now? You're I, you're like searching your memory here. I'm almost positive I play. I'm almost positive I play Breakers. It's, that name is clicking like a stack of bricks. I'll tell you in a second. So um,
1: unfortunately, it's not a game about breakdancers uh, fighting in the streets, but it is about martial artists fighting in the streets, which is fine too, I guess. Uh, this is a show's theme. S H O, composed by Kenichi Kamio for the Neo Geo. This is Breaker's Revenge. Um, we believe it's for the Neo Geo CD version, possibly composed by Kenichi Kamio. This is Show's theme. It's it's real short. It's really triumphant. It's most triumphant.
0: <laughs> excellent. It's <laughs> most excellent.
1: <laughs> um, no, I I love that the middle section. Where it's um, it's uh, it's like the arpeggiated like keyboard or something. Where it's like do, do, do. it reminds me of um, uh, Buckaroo Banzai in the Eighth Dimension. It honestly reminds me, me of reason. a
3: stadium soccer match starting up.
1: Yes, yes, it reminds it,
3: me a lot of a train. I guess it, a train. <laughs> it has like, like the train whistles and then da, 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 like a very kind of staccato beat you, there. So we all have
2: three very wildly different. Okay, <laughs> so maybe it's a, a
1: soccer team on a train watching Buckaroo Banzai on a small. 1990s television practicing how they're going to walk onto the field when they get to the game. Yeah, yeah, they're all talking to each other like, "Hey, yo, dude, like when I walk out, I'm going to walk out like this."
2: <laughs> yeah. And when they walk out, they're going to be like, "Me, me, me." The one guy does a <laughs> running jump kick or something. <laughs> so like... just some just some nerdy technical
3: information about the music I just I just read it. Um, so the later Neo Geo games instead of using the like the sound chip for the FM and like the um, Like the sample based stuff, like the Super Nintendo style music. Mm -hmm. It was also able to stream like really low quality PCM samples, like one long sample was the entire song. So this game used one long sample for the uh, soundtrack but then there was an updated CD quality version for the Neo Geo CD
1: okay so this sounds this, game.
3: this sounds like the the low quality streamed audio for yeah sure. yeah so if you find the Neo Geo CD <laughs> version it's going to be the same thing but it's going to sound a lot better and it'll be in stereo
1: oh, okay so. and then that also uh, uh, makes sense why it's, it's so much shorter as well yeah and exactly. sounds like it's being pushed out of a Game Boy Advance
2: I'm always gotta take shots at the Game Boy Advance on the show. I don't know why. I love the Game Boy Advance in every way. The music superb. The graphics impeccable. If you love the Neo Geo so much, why don't you just leave then? Why don't you just leave with the Neo Geo? Because I can. I have a I have an ankle bracelet that prohibits (laughs) me from going.
1: Because I'm in a relationship with my Nintendo Switch. (laughs)
2: Actually, that's not a lie. (laughs) I play that thing to death.
3: There's a lot of Neo Geo on the Nintendo Switch, though, so it's the best of both yeah, that's worlds. That right, yeah. is
2: true. That system has pretty much been... I honestly wish there was like some collections that would just drop in physical form just for retaining it all because there are so many like retro games just dropping uh, on that thing. It is a portable arcade in and of itself. It's yeah, I'm going hard. through a, an entire
3: season of Baseball Stars 2 on my Switch right now, and it's the best. Best baseball game ever made. I like I like video baseball games.
1: I don't like real baseball. There's a lot of sports mm-hmm. I
2: don't like, but I like video sports. Same here. Golf, baseball. Like baseball was bases loaded. Golf was originally Power Golf mm-hmm. on the Turbo Graphics, and then eventually games like Mario Golf. Um, tennis. I came to like both eventually, but it started with Virtua Tennis.
1: Oh, Virtual Tennis was a blast. Virtual Tennis was the first tennis game that really like got me and my friends like playing that game competitively, just, like, for fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Just, just for zones. Yeah, somehow basketball and football never clicked in any form. Never, like, got, never uh, got into Tecmo? No. I played Tecmo Bowl. Mm-hmm. I hated it, <laughs> but I played it because my family played it. Not even the John Elway's quarterback? <laughs> like, there was that oh, sketch God. of Family Guy <laughs> they did years ago where, like, where I can't remember which character, I want to say it was like Quagmire, probably. He was like just like running, like just beating a tarot or Peter with like Bo Jackson, just running touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was exactly Bo Jackson back then, but I can tell you that is the exact experience I had with my brother. Yeah. And I, I hated it. I hated it so much. Throw a pass. Interception. Not It's not fair. <laughs> That's like for people who know sports,
1: like that was their Konami code. You know, it's like, like I know this one sports thing that you don't, so I can
2: beat you at Nintendo.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: and I was like, uh, double dribble was just the sweet spot for three-point shots. That just kind of ruined that game for me with my brother. Uh, but yeah, like I would definitely say tennis, golf. Mm-hmm. There's no lacrosse game. Surprisingly, no, no lacrosse game. No. That's no. true there's no lacrosse there are there cricket games we need some more we need some cricket games in the states i'd try that soccer of course on nintendo world cup is what brought me into the soccer fold and then I tried FIFA 96 on the Nintendo 64. It didn't quite hold the mustard because it needed music mm. in the game. And since it didn't have music when you played, I quickly put it in.
1: I always like, um, in the UK or Europe, they have the, the Sensible series. Sensible Soccer. Sensible oh, soccer. yeah. I love, I love that title so much.
2: They actually released one of those on the 360 in the States. I mean, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a weird little game, but it was definitely fun and playable. for. A it was actually cheap. the... It
3: was the name of the developer, Sensible Software, which is where the name came from. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, I think that's a sensible way to name their software.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Sensational. Well, Sensible for now, what's your next track?
2: Well, I'm going to pick a track that I actually I do know the name of, but I'm still going to look it up to make sure I got it right. <laughs> um, this is from the game. Applejack's Incorporated. No, it's not. It's <laughs> actually from King of Fighters 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, this a good, is the a very good version. To Kula Diamond, named Diamond Dust by the SNK Sound Team, and from what I could gather, the component most responsible was Masahiko Hataya. I drove aggressively last night And now I'm gonna pay the price Engine light.
1: <laughs> I have seen this light before
2: Go to the shop Gonna pay a mechanic He's gonna overcharge Because he knows I'm on Xanax Oh!
3: The thought car's off I When they told me I needed that oil change <laughs> That's
1: good, that's good They should, um if you have to you have to talk about some kind of weird love affair between you and the mechanic, and then um, every other lyric needs to be like fire burning <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fiery passion in the parking lot <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so this is from the game Kick of Fighters two thousand two titled Diamond Dust, the theme of Kula Diamond from the game I just mentioned earlier, so I'm not saying it again <laughs> composed by the SK Sound team Not cool, Pernell. Well,
0: be three <laughs> times.
2: Three times. Masahiko Hataya being the primary contributor for it. Mm-hmm. So it's funny you mentioned Frozen earlier because the reason why I picked this track is because Kula Diamond is another character that I saw in motion while at a friend's house while they were doing Round Robins. And I was like, that's the character I'm using in this game. Oh. It was Kula Diamond. She is basically the... She's Frozen before Elsa. Which is funny because, oh, because okay, Elsa's yeah, based on the Snow Queen, so she's yeah. before all of them, but mm. that's irrelevant. The point is, of Diamond is awesome. She's one of those typical lab experiment characters that you have in a lot of fighting games, and she has the power of controlling and manipulating ice, yeah. which she uses to generate ice skates on her feet to skate around the ring, which was why I liked her in the first place. And so she wears real cool raver pants. Better believe it. of yeah. Diamond doesn't mess around, man. She, she, she is a hot down. topic. Uh
3: Frequent flyer,
2: yes. <laughs> I think so. I think so. She's a shopaholic. Shopper, <laughs> definitely
1: has that early two thousands uh, uh, look to it. Although this music is very like ninety zero beat, which I, I am enjoying very much.
2: I one for some reason I looked at it. It sounded like a Mega Man X four ice
1: stage. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And actually, Ed, you were saying that the uh, the Neo Geo Pocket one had kind of like a Mega Man edge to it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think a lot of it's that that sound chip too. But you can definitely mm-hmm. feel that one here too.
2: Mm, I like it a lot so I do want to ask now because on both of my I think well technically Ed did start with a a, a, a situation but just in case anyway who would you say happened to be your favorite or preferred SNK fighter characters Mm.
3: I can go first if you'd like Rob all you think well yeah I think I'm gonna need some time (laughs) (laughs) going Um, to need some time Yuri Yagami has always been my favorite um He's always been kind of the yin to Kyos Yang. He's like, you know, the the Ken, I guess, of the King of Fighters series. And he just always looked so cool. He's got like the red hair and the the pants with like the buckle that like goes between his knees for some bizarre reason. I think that was like a fashion thing in Japan at the time. But no, I
1: think it was a, um, well, I mean, I always thought that
2: was like a like a bondage thing, but that's fine. I had yeah, a friend that think... cosplayed as him, and I didn't know who the character was at the time, so I was very confused. <laughs> <laughs> um but something i, I mean
3: i was me i was a goth kid back then so yeah. um it just kind of gelled with me very well and and he's got some great moves um, i always like playing as him and he's just really been like pumped up and enhanced as the king of fighters series has gone on so he's he's remained my
2: main in king of fighters
3: since like Did, probably 95 i think when he debuted
2: didn't he have a move that was sort of on par with um that one character from Street Fighter, Akuma, where he does like you know, whatever that move is, where he kind of rushes the guy, the screen yes. goes white, and he kills him. I think yeah. like I remember Yori doing like a thing with his nose. It's like yeah, like, yeah, He, he just like slashes
3: like,
1: away at him. Yeah, he jumps on top of him, and he's like blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. yeah. I was more, I would think I was really introduced to the, the King of Fighters characters like more so when I started playing um, Capcom versus SNK. I think uh, Kyo was probably my my, my main go to, but other than that I think Athena was my favorite
2: well I would say my main Goku was you know Super Saiyan level Oh, 3. I, see,
1: I see I see I see what
2: you did actually <laughs> um, in, in
1: a lot of the King of Fighters games that you could power up their super moves not by attacking or by blocking but by holding down two buttons and they like they power up like in like in, a, in Dragon Ball oh nice which is really cool and um, there's it's, it's one of the, uh, the grooves that you could do in uh, Capcom SNK yeah so okay. Back.
2: So was, was this was this uh, was this lady your uh, fave? Yeah, She was my character yeah. in this particular game, and I would say across the board too, because I pretty much used this character. I used Blue Mary back in the day. Yeah, she was cool. Um, it kind of just ran with my tradition of pick the fast, the woman character, yeah. and just like make people angry because back in the early days of arcade fighters, when kids were definitely being kids. For some reason, people would get really mad when you beat them with the girl character. <laughs> they get really upset. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So if I'm already yeah. not good in fighters and I win with the girl character, I'm like, that's double bragging right, suckers. <laughs> Deal with
1: it. Um, yeah, I remember when I first learned that the, um, Ralph and such, whoever it was were from Akari Warriors. So the, um, they were from another
2: SNK property, ah. and um, uh, Athena was also had. She wasn't from her own game. Yeah, in that game, as much as I played it, I will acknowledge it was terrible. Yeah. A lot of people didn't like that. Uh, the Nintendo port wasn't good either, right? That's the one I played. Okay. It was the Nintendo port. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was. That's all I know about it. But I remember hearing like, "Oh, that's right, Athena was
1: um, from another another game." Mm-hmm. Now
2: we'll say in Samurai Shodown, I rock Nakaruru.
1: Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Nakaruru she was, good. Was, she was fast. So yeah, she was real mm-hmm. I liked her. Fly around the screen and stuff. She had, like, the hawking and, and all that. Yep. Um, yeah. World right.
2: heroes I used.
1: Charlotte? Now, world heroes never crossed over with, with King of Fighters, did that? I don't think they did. No. It was they were Because it was a
3: very different kind of fighter. Yeah. And I think it was a completely different design team, too, so we, I don't think should... they ever... I think a world, world Heroes. Oh, crap.
2: We're going to have a guest show with Ed in one minute. <laughs> better hurry up. I was like, uh-oh. Was that, I thought that was like an alert, like a storm alert, like, we're to have like a tornado or something. It was a one-minute warning to remind me that we have a thing with Ed tonight. Oh, my God. Oh, no.
1: Um, all right. So we're going to turn this track down, and we're going to get into the part of the show that we call the bonus round.
2: bonus round, and also I have to take a break. <laughs>
1: Um, The bonus round is the part of the show where we play covers and remixes and arrangements on our theme. And we are in luck because almost all of these SNK fighters had arranged albums released alongside of them. Um, And not only that, but a lot of the music is well beloved by fans and other composers. So there's just so much to look at, so much to listen to, so much to choose from. Um, I went into a completely different direction than we've been listening to for my bonus round. Um, and Ed, I'm curious about yours. What did you find for us? Because you were yes. you started to tell us about it at the beginning of the show, and then you, were, you held back because you're really, really excited about this one.
3: So this is a very, very different direction than most bonus round tracks you guys do. I found this CD... Um, randomly at an import game shop in Chinatown in New York City, and it said Neo Geo Guy's Song Collection CD, and it just piqued my interest. You know, there are pictures of the different, like, you know, guy characters from the Neo Geo fighters all over the front, and I was like, oh, this looks cool. I'll pick this up. I don't remember how much it costs, but I'll I'll bring it home. And it had some really interesting stuff on it, and basically it is collections of songs um, so the voice actors that play the characters in the game like so when Terry Bogard shouts, shouts like uh, you know Burn Knuckle and all of his special moves these are the actors that voice the characters in the game singing and talking to each other and all this cool stuff so you get like more character background from the actual voice actors from the characters oh. Burning cool.
1: Knuckles yeah i had a um, i had a, an arranged album of Initial Deep going back to eurobeat where like the uh, the voice actors of the game would sing some of the music from the show. And yeah. I mean, they weren't they were not great singers, but like, you know, for fans <laughs> of the show, it was like, oh wow, cool. You know, it, it was more thematic. So okay, I'm excited about this
3: one. So this is a track called Dance to Peace, and it's originally from the Garo Densetsu the Best C D, but I got it from the New Geo Guys Song Collection CD, and it is a party rap song <laughs> wrapped by Party Rap. King of Fighters, Fighters. <laughs> oh. My including God. Terry Bogard, Mai Shiranui, Blue Mary, Ryuji Yamazaki, Duck King, and Li Zhang Fei. Mm-hmm. So um Duck King is like the MC at the beginning. He like he calls to people and like they respond and he shouts their names and like they shout back with their like their fighting move like poses and oh stuff oh my god uh, it's such a cool song I, I, I can't wait for you guys to hear my it my boy
0: Terry Barger Bone knuckles name gonna play with Blue <laughs> Mary gonna make me some champagne I,
1: I, I mean not. basically in Japanese that's kind of what we're talking I about I cannot wait because again before we started talking like we were like talking about parents just don't understand and I pulled up uh, uh, Will Smith alright here we go this clean is rat. Dance to Peace
0: I'm the king Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, both Jack and only Jay. Now, I'll try to present you one and only the Super Duper, the Galo dancers, All-Star. Okay, here we go.
1: That is... Oh, my God.
0: Everybody! (laughs) I stopped
1: that like three times. I was laughing so hard every time he said, Hey! Everybody! (laughs) Everybody! My! You what? Everybody! (laughs) Yeah! Oh, Terry Bogard
3: was so funny in that. I love that. Now I want to hear that in English. How how long have you had that? I've had this CD since... Uh, early 2000s, probably since around the time it came out. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, and been- I wasn't, you know, I thought it was going to be like arrangements of like real Neo Geo songs, and that's not what I got like when I started listening to it. So I was kind of disappointed and I put it on the shelf and like probably 10 years later i was like um oh, i remember this i wonder what's on here and i started listening and i was like this is gold this is absolute gold they <laughs> need to put this on a show somewhere so yeah yeah
1: is. well thanks thanks for sharing it with us cuz this 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 is the reason we do the bonus round
0: and <laughs> what play that bonus yeah <laughs> It's
3: insane absolutely insane so there's a there's a webpage on the snk fandom wiki that i think we should put in the show notes and it's got the english translations and like who sings what Oh, great. So uh, yeah, people can click on that and they can get you know the, the lowdown of what <laughs> what
2: craziness went on during this track. Yeah, I'm gonna need those English notes because I want to hear Terry say something like, "You think it smelled bad, but it's actually burning knuckles." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my gosh! Yeah, I've got, like like hopefully I'll get like translated uh, lyrics on this site. That, oh, that would be so good. Yeah, yeah, it's got him. It's got him. It's got him in Japanese and English. So. Oh my god! Well, I have a I gotta take the show into a completely different direction then. So <laughs> um, this is. Uh, Kiss Me, The Theme of Blue Mary Arranged from Fatal Fury 3 Arranged, composed by Yukifumi Makino, credited as Mackie.
0: Hey! Whoa, Yukifumi! Yo! Play <laughs> that uh, track! Uh, yo, Mackie,
1: Mackie Mack. We'll call her Mackie Mack. No, it's definitely not that that style, but it's got some really, really nice piano. Really, really cool chords. Um, I hope you dig it. This is Kiss Me, The Theme of Blue Mary Arranged. All right, we're back. That was "Kiss Me" theme of Blue Mary, arranged from Fatal Theory, Fatal Fury Three, arranged. And that was composed and arranged by Yuki Fumi Makino, credited
3: as Mackie.
2: Mackie. So, is this
3: a, an official SNK
2: release? Yes, it was. God, I love how like my first thought was like Mackie and Pentel, <laughs> which is a character from. Uh, Twinkle Star Sprites, which is another SNK game. Oh, that's right, yeah. Tw- mm. Twinkle Star Sprites is fun. You introduced me to that. Yeah, that was good. Well, Jay, have you ever played that, Ed? I have not. Oh man, look into it. It's on the Switch too, so yeah, it's, it's accessible. accessible. It is
1: a shoot 'em up mixed with a puzzle game, mixed, mixed with a versus with fighter. a versus fighter. That's all the right buttons for me. Yeah, so it's I'd definitely it's check it's that one out. Super colorful and like really bright and cutesy. So it's it's a lot of fun. Cool, uh, but no, yeah. Um, so that was theme of blue mary arranged I really like uh, arranged tracks that really go off into a completely different direction and this one went off on like a weird like jazz
3: jam <laughs> for like 6 minutes it um, felt really improvised like it felt like it like it followed the theme of the of the original song but mm-hmm. i felt like they just it allowed them to really put their own personalities yeah. into it. The performers, it was really cool.
1: Yeah, I think the little the little drum solos here and there. It felt like a traditional jazz, like where everyone's sort of like looking at each other and then taking their turns and then mm. going around. Um, I like that a lot. So Parnell, I think you went similar on this one, huh?
2: I kind of did, kind of did. So <laughs> I ended up going with also some Blue Mary jams. Um, Blue Mary jam. Blue Mary jam. <laughs> uh, this track in particular is Blue Mary Blues, a full band rendition from the game King of Fighters 97, done by show regulars, the consoles. I had to go with it, though, because it just sounded so great. Welcome back. You're listening to the consoles play out to Blue Mary Blues from King of Fighters 97. I want to say, I'm not looking at my notes, but Merry Christmas if I'm right, Merry Not Christmas if I'm wrong. And they did it, it was 97. Yeah, buddy. There you go. Too much lollipop chainsaw on the brain, just threw me off a little bit. <laughs> but uh, the consoles knocked it out of the park with this one. Definitely embody the soul of which they are known for injecting into jams. I was happy to find it, and was really glad to share it with you guys. So the,
1: the consoles inject their groove into every, everything they do. Yes, I
3: love I love their uh, their bass player so much. Their upright bass player, mm. so talented. Yeah.
1: They're all really super
3: talented, and great production too. I mean, that drum kit was fantastic yeah. sounding. I just loved that, and it just. With, all the instruments just had their own space to play in, and they didn't crowd in on each other. It was just a great arrangement. So yeah. superb. I think a lot of that has to do with it. it's a, it's a it's a,
1: it's a limited you know scope. You know, there's only four or five of them at a time. Yeah. Um, not trying to play over each other. But you're right, though. It's you know for the, the fact they play live and the fact that they do their own recordings that it's really well produced. Um, you don't usually um, they not always get that 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 level of quality, but but the consoles. You're in good hands. Oh, yeah. Um, so for more information on the bonus round part of our show, go to rhythmandpixels.com. We'll have links to Bandcamps and SoundClouds and bios and, and everywhere where you can buy the music and support these great artists. Thanks for joining us on episode 20-10 of Rhythm and Pixels. Our look at SNK fighting games with Ed Wilson from the VG Embassy. That's me. Thanks for joining us on our season closer of season season 20, World 20? World 20. World 20.
2: Are there any video games that have more than 20 worlds at this point? I don't think there are any. We may have eclipsed them all.
1: Well, yeah, we, we're better than them. <laughs> <laughs> Take that Mario Take that Mario Take that Luigi Take that Luigi And Wario And Wa Wato Toadstool uh, Anyway Thanks Ed <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thank you guys Oh man I think <laughs> This is no, a great it's, it's always a load yeah. of fun To hang out with you guys yeah. And uh Especially Playing awesome tracks Like these I mean I was just Grooving the whole night through So Such fun
2: I concur, good sir. One of them to get my butt on the darn embassy and not be a freaking slouch about. Because
3: yeah,
1: I'm waiting for that uh, um, that uh, that shoe gaze episode, man. You That's guys are right, do it. yeah.
2: Yep, it needs to happen. I'm just like, I'm sitting there really trying to mull like, what do I? What would be shoegaze gaze gamey? I'm like, I don't know. Like, maybe I'm. I think I'm just putting too much pressure on it. I'm you know what? Or if, right or if it's song. or if it's
3: too hard of a theme to come up with, we can think of something else. We can think of something easy just to like get together and hang out, because that's really the whole point of it, right? I,
1: I like the sound of that. Yeah, the the Pernell episode. I feel like it's like the Pernell takeover of the VG Embassy, where you hold everybody hostage at the embassy. I see, That
2: could be pretty <laughs> funny.
1: You're
0: going to play this track,
2: and you're going to like it. Dude, why are you so aggressive? Why are you upset? I'm drinking lots of coffee. <laughs> I'm very energized. But, like, yeah, that would be fun. Just come on here and just, like, ramble-damble and have a good time. And just talk good gaming music.
3: Exactly. That's the whole reason the VGMSC exists, so I could get together with lots of different people and talk about really good VGM and the VGM that they
2: are really into, which is awesome as well. So for well, fun, um, one day we should do just like a like a larf. You should try to draw a map. <laughs> draw the map of. The different countries you've had on the show so far, like, where they all are in approximation to, where the VG embassy is located, like... Yeah, is the
1: VG Embassy more like the... is like the Vatican. Are you guys, like, your own,
3: like, (laughs) sovereign enemy? (laughs) Uh, yeah, kind of. I guess we're just... We're we're kind of like this little blob in the middle of the whole VGM community, and I just kind of, like, pull people in every once in a while. Mm.
2: With like, everyone's welcome magnet. here. Oh, that's exactly what
3: the what ah! <laughs> Well, now that I'm here, let's talk shop. <laughs> You're not leaving until you play 12 songs for me. <laughs> well, um,
1: can you tell our listeners um, where they can find the show, where they can listen
3: to the show, where they can find more about you, Ed Wilson? Absolutely. So you can head over to vGembassycom and uh, there you can find all of the shows. There's also a link to our Discord channel at the top of the page. Uh, Discord is really where it's at as far as... Uh, vg embassy social media it seems to be where most of the people hang out and uh you'll find vg ambassadors and listeners and patreon people there uh all having a good time sharing vgm and stuff so hit us up there or the vg embassy on twitter or facebook.com slash group slash the vg embassy on facebook and we're on itunes spotify google play all the usual places you can find your favorite vgm podcasts Um, But I did mention that I was going to tease something at the end of the show. Yes, tease away. Tease us. So much of a tease as it is a reveal. Um, So I'm getting together with Justin from XVGM Radio. Ooh! And uh, we discovered that we both have a big fandom for uh, like the darker music, like industrial and goth and EDM and all that stuff. So we're going to put together a podcast called the arcane machine it's gonna be a monthly podcast <laughs> nice. it's like an introduction to the darker side of music and uh-huh. um, we got a lot of cool tracks already picked out we're gonna have a website set up so probably late December early January we might have uh, a, our first episode coming out so keep your eyes peeled well, I, that. that sounds
2: painful though. I don't know if I want to peel them can I just oh, it's dark man wait,
3: wait. <laughs> I get real dark can
2: I just anticipate <laughs> it, This peeling thing. I don't know.
1: I do no, 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 this is dark, man. You gotta you gotta close your eyes.
2: <laughs> oh, oh I see. Yes. <laughs> wow. Exactly. You just man. gotta feel
3: around until you find something that's like spiky and and I do I
2: hear oh. gears churning? I think I do. <laughs> I,
3: I close my eyes, all I see is
1: the hamster on the wheel. <laughs> and you are a podcast powerhouse. I don't know what I don't know what else to say, but you were just knocking it out of the park.
3: I try. Thank you very much, and uh, happy fourth anniversary and two hundredth show to you guys. Yeah, uh, it's funny. The last time I was here was the day after, or the the show after your third uh, podcast anniversary. Right, now right. here I am, a show after your fourth
2: <laughs> podcast anniversary. Is that really so, what it was? The, yeah, we t- that's what
1: we
3: did the
2: supernatural
1: one. Yeah, we we tend to have we tend to have guests like almost like the same like every year. Like they come back like once a year.
3: Well, I was well joking he- that you guys could call me after party Ed.
2: Yeah, someone's got to draw that garbage-filled kid image (laughs) after party. Um,
1: uh, uh, Speaking of returning guests, uh, one of our our past guests, uh, Mitchell Wong, Mm -hmm. um, they've, they've they've just won an award. For the um for the soundtrack to the new game Kind, which was just released, and which awesome. is a great game too, yeah, a great game, incredible music, mm-hmm. um, so really, really well deserved. So, uh, yeah, congratulations, it's Mitchell. Yeah, it, it's all adaptive, like it's insane. It's insane, like how how it must have been like a puzzle, like piecing it all together, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so now we're really proud uh, to have him on the show. So great, thanks, Mitchell. Great work. Thank you, Mitchell. Um, so, if you want to get in contact with Rhythm and Pixels, Robin, Purnell, me, and you. Apples and grapefruit. Um, send us an email. That's usually the best way to do it. Rhythm and Pixels at hotmail.com And for more information about our show, a full track listing from all of our episodes, and links to all the other fun stuff that we're getting up to, go to the website. Rhythmandpixels.com And then you can go to Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. It's Rhythm and Pixels, all one word. Um, a lot of the conversations happening in our uh, Facebook Group called Rhythm and Pixels chat, um, and then a lot of a lot more conversations happening in the VGM podcast fans group in uh, Facebook. So you look that up. Just um, pretty. to say something? I'm sorry. No, no, you were. You're fine.
2: I was thinking about the Discord too, though. I admit. Yeah, yeah. I was say. <laughs> I, I want that to be. I, people should definitely join it, though. I outright admit and acknowledge that I'm more so the type of person that responds yes. to Discord stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. It's easier to have dialogue on Facebook only because it works like a forum almost right but yeah, I like said, things if, I can come back to yeah yeah but with that said if you do join the Discord group and you decide to like post like a general like an actual inquiry or like a statement that's like right. cool want to share oh I'll pop in eventually yeah. Well, like, Yo, we'll, what's that about
1: we'll be there Pernell probably first but I'll, I'll be I'll be there lurking
2: <laughs> definitely
1: lurking but you can get links to our Discord on our website at rhythmandpixels.com and um, you go to youtube.com slash Rhythm Pixels. Uh, we, we post our episodes there. And we also have a 24-7 radio stream of 8-bit and 16-bit classics and deep cuts. And if you'd like to support the show, um, you can just tell people about it.
2: Please tell people about it. Tell people about it. That's all you got Give it do. to them at Thanksgiving. Just put it on the plate. You Thanksgiving know- <laughs> is over, but go back in time and put it on the plate and mm-hmm. say, Eat this. Great music. <laughs> The or holidays else.
3: just wrap up a gift with a big piece of paper inside that says rhythmandpixels.com that's right
1: yeah it's it's, it's a pictures of me and Pranel like headshots We're, we'll give them to you signed yes we'll sign them and you can just give them to your family or or you join the police force so you can get a squad car with one of those big <laughs> megaphones on top and just drive around rhythm and pixels yeah playing um, daddy monk <laughs> perfect perfect <laughs> Uh, another great uh, da, 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 <laughs> um, so that would be awesome or you can go to patreon.com slash rhythm and pixels and you can support us there there you get access to um, a monthly live stream of us recording an episode which is going to be next week good for you yeah it should next be next week is good for <laughs> it's going to be uh, this week um so if check, it's not good
3: for him, I'll show up. Yeah, if not, then you, you know, still can show up. You can still show up. <laughs> we we would appreciate it if you show up. Well, I'm a Patreon now, so I can actually be in the uh, in the chat. See, so I'm looking to that. that's great.
1: Um, so yeah, so you get access to that at Patreon.com/slash/RhythmAndPixels, and we also like to thank everybody at the end of, of all of our shows. So we'd like to thank that Nick Walker, Mike Myers, Dan Lauten, Phantom Jest, Steve Miller, Autistic Gamer89, Cameron Worma, Christopher Shenstrom. Bobby Arson of One Up Funk, Wicked Sephiroth, Okay Impala, Kung Fu Carlito of the Heroes Three Podcast, Michael Bridgewater from the Forever Sound Version Podcast, who just had a really good kart racing episode come out. Yeah, he did. I that listened was really to nice. this. Uh, Brian Pitt, Chris
2: Murray. Oh, worth stating by the way, just to up? run back there. Uh, it Brian? It, it, yeah, no, Michael it's Bridgewater. Mike, Michael so Bridgewater. it was a short episode, but it was a episode. Quality episodes. Yes. So, if short episodes are what you need to put out content, I wholeheartedly approve. Keep yes. doing that. Yeah, do 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 what feels
1: right, like in bite-sized chunks, because we we we'd like it. We'll we'll take it however we can get it. Yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah. So, right, Brian Pitt, Chris Murray, uh, Bruce Irons of the Mad Gear, um, Ed Wilson of the VG Embassy.
3: Hey, Ed! my identity?
1: What's what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Alexander Proudfoot. Davey Cakes, uh, The Dude, The Last Weekend, Bedroth, Jupiter Jazz, Solus Sanctuary, uh, Mix Six Master, Damian Beckles, Joe Vassalo, Chris Tinderson, Alex the Messenger, Messenger, patron saint of all video game music podcasts, and David Smith. Thank you all very, very much for your continued support of the show. I mean, just seeing seeing your name show up every every month and every actually every week that we do the show is just motivation for us to just keep doing this, to keep doing better, keep getting stronger. Um, keep eating apples. Keep uh, more apples in our system than yeah. you would ever imagine.
2: <laughs> so many. Um, for every and pink ladies.
1: For every dollar that's pledged to us, we eat another apple.
2: No, every every five. I can't eat every that five, many apples. Every five. Okay, we're taking it back. We're taking it back. Yeah, Take I back. can't eat that many apples. I would, I would die. All right, but anyway, in the thank you for hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's FiberCon. <laughs> Fiber, come to FiberCon 2019. <laughs> uh, anyway,
1: thank you all very much for your continued support of the show. And uh, this week we will have a live streamed episode where we were going to focus on thankful tracks, games that you're thankful for, music that you're thankful for, people that you're thankful for, positivity in music, positivity in our community. Just be positive be a good person that's positive thinking (laughs) yes um and that's it so thanks everyone for listening thanks again to ed for joining us this evening
3: thank you guys for having me
1: and we'll see you next week this is rhythm and pixels my name is rob nichols and i'm exhausted have a good evening and a safe holiday yes that (laughs) has already happened (laughs) that has already (laughs)
2: happened our next
1: holiday whatever
2: you want to do and remember this might be an odd one but it clicks for me i think So the internet is a rather rowdy place these days, news articles and websites that post information are usually riddled with a myriad cornucopia of comments, and you don't have to go far to be called any variety of weird and ridiculous bad names or just see stupid nonsense pop up in a feed. It might get you to that mental state where you're like, "Oh, everything's awful, I don't want to feel, I don't feel good about this, da 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 but what i've come to do which seems to help is i baseline everything at a central point and i expect those kinds of comments to eventually pop up meaning that when i see them i don't care because they're just kind of gonna be there however when the good comments come up the uplifting positive dialogue Mm. that's actually happening that gives me a charge a boost it makes me feel good to read these things. So it's almost like going from the baseline up and then eventually back down to base and not going from the base down yeah. because awful people bring you there. Just drop them into the whatever they're going to do what they're going to do bucket and focus on the positive dialogue because that's what it's all about. Accentuate the positive. Yes. I like, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here.